Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Hello, America. I'm Robert Reese, and welcome back to the CEO Show. We're here today with Tim Ballard, who is the founder of Operation Underground Railroad. And you may have heard of him from the movie Sound of Freedom, actually about him and what he's done. He's doing incredible work in stopping human trafficking. And um, let's start off. What was it in your youth and your growing up that made you so passionate that you knew you had a mission? So I I've wanted to uh, be in federal law enforcement uh, since I was probably, you know, eight years old. And it actually did start with a kind of strange story. I was, uh, I was, uh, there was, there was a kidnapping attempt on me and my brother when we were, I was eight, he was nine. And, uh, these, these these guys who you know the, the cops have been actually looking for they, there have been reports on them. It sounds nuts, but it was like in in a, in a brown van driving around in Montrose, California, and uh, these guys came after us. That changed and like it was transformational for me. From that point on, I knew that I was going to be somehow fighting crime and protecting people. And it, it's it was unusual as well because my 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 parents you know that they have nothing to do with that. Like there's, there's no law enforcement military in our, in our family. Oftentimes those things are passed down, you know, kind of legacy things, nothing in our family. So I was very much a black sheep in the family trying to do something that no one, you know, no, everyone, everyone got into the same business, you know, they all kind of did the same family business kind of thing. And I was just never going to do it. Um, and so I never, that drive never left me from eight years old to, to the present. So, uh, uh, but, but I, I, I can definitely mark that moment as as the, trans, as the transformational one. And and then at a certain point, you founded OUR, which is Operation Underground Railroad. What was your vision there? And that was in 2013, a decade. Right. So I had spent, at that point, 12 years as a special agent, undercover operator working for the U.S. government, and recognizing that we are not very good at like we're not really great at this. Like we're not because, and I don't, I'm not blaming the government, but, but look, like it's not the most efficient place in the world. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. Uh, you know, there, there's no bottom line. There's no, it, it's, 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 it's a strange place. It's almost a microcosm of socialism. Okay. Like if you're in the, if you're in the system, you know what I'm talking about? Like there's, there's no, there's, there, there's no promotion based on merit. Okay. It's, it's, it's who's been to the longest who, you know, it's just it's the government's just not a place that allows you to really uh, be the most effective and efficient at, at, at most things. There may be some things like the Navy SEALs or something, okay, but um, but this was even more complicated for us because we were now trying to tackle a problem that was pretty new: child trafficking, uh, child exploitation on, on, a, on a global level, and the problem that I recognized in this fight was child trafficking, human trafficking in general, knows no borders and boundaries, doesn't care about bureaucracy, doesn't care about policies and rules, but it doesn't care about borders. That's the biggest thing. But unfortunately, the governments of the world do believe and hold tight to bureaucracy and borders and boundaries and jurisdictions, and that is not conducive to rescuing children. 
so like in the, as the movie shows, you know, you, you, there's a scene in Sound of Freedom where uh, I'm talking about how many pedophiles that I've been part of arresting. And the guy who's about to quit says, yeah, but how many kids have you rescued? And Kavis, Jim Kavis, who plays me, it just looks at him like, dang. Like, I, 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 I'd have to, like, I don't have the mandate. I don't have the jurisdiction to go anywhere I want. So that was the idea at the beginning of, of, of starting a foundation, a private, privatize the rescue of children. That's the concept. And I didn't really have a model for that. I didn't know. I had to, I had to invent the model. Will this work even? You know, and, uh, and so we, we set off on what, what really is a business venture. How do you privatize the rescue of children in a way that's efficient, effective, and, and works? And we, we, we figured it out. Yeah. And, um, and you then became a CEO, which wasn't your goal. And you were even at one of our transformative CEO summits, which you did a inspirational job at. So then you moved into the position of saying, I need to do something and be involved in Spear Fund. Yes. Talk about, was there a transformative moment that made you say, you know what? I've been in non-for-profit. I've been in government. Now I have to move into the next phase. Exactly. It's exactly what happened. When I started OUR, there was very few or I didn't know many at all, actually, that did what we did. That truly privatized this full-on, full-scale intervention, rescue, rehabilitation. But then what started happening is other groups over the last 10 years start popping up. And some are, some are small, but they're, they're regional experts. And, you know, they're, they would be the best rescue um, for a, a kid. And it's not going to be me. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm not the only game in town, and I, 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 I can't be. Like, I couldn't compete with the mom-and-pop rescue organization that's in Southeast Asia, in Cambodia right now. Why would I try to reinvent the wheel? But the it, it hit me last year during probably the most significant rescue operation I've ever been part of. We went out to uh, Ukraine um, my, days after the uh, – actually, I think the very same day that Russia invaded Ukraine, my wife told me I need to go to Ukraine. Because there were seven children that she was adopting out, we, she she runs an adoption uh, foundation that f- funds uh, children in high risk countries who are orphans to get them out. And I said, Catherine, this is crazy. Like we don't, there's nothing I can do. You know, I, I, we don't work in war zones. We work with stable s- governments that are functioning at some level. That's our that's the model. That's, that was the OUR model, and. She's very passionate about it, and 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 I trust her passion. I trust her inspiration. When she's saying things that are a little bit irrational, because she's never irrational. I, I am. I, I can be very irrational, and, and my passion kind of takes over. Not her. So when she's doing it, I realize it's coming from a, a higher source, And but I'm still wondering, how do I get out there? Um, a few hours later, and this is going to sound like I'm making this up, but I'm not, Mel Gibson calls me. Mel Gibson and, and says the same thing, the same request. He says, hey, I got a bunch of orphans in Ukraine that I support. Can you help get them out? Can you go get them out? Because we're worried about their, with the war going on, are they going to be taken care of? And they're the, they're the first to be forgotten in situations like that, which I know is true. So now I'm feeling, okay, you got my wife and Mel Gibson. If they're, if, you know, what, what do you do when your wife and Mel Gibson are telling you to do something on the same day, right? The same hour even. So, uh, but here's here's where the spear fund is, is born. I can't 
I was, at the time, I was the CEO of two foundations. I was running the Nazarene Fund and Operation Underground Railroad. Neither of them were equipped with the skills to go into a war zone. And so I called my friends at Aerial Recovery. That's a different organization made up of former special forces. And I, 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 I called them. Now, they can do that. They do do that. So they go out there, and I help them build the bridge. And then once things are stable enough, we walk in with our expertise. Now we find while we're there, we there's I mean there's hundreds of thousands of vulnerable children, um, and it's it's harvest time for human traffickers. Uh, they would love nothing more than to grab little Ukrainian girls and move them to the Western Hemisphere, to the Caribbean, Latin America, and sell them as sex slaves. That they're everywhere. They're everywhere in in you know around the world. And sure enough, we find. While we're out there, we, we tap into a, 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 a the most horrific pedophile network. They're out of Holland. Uh, they, uh, they're a political party as well. Uh, they're trying to legalize sex with children. They think a, a child as young as three years old should be, should be you know, having consensual sex with, with any adults. Okay? Um, and these guys are fugitives. They'd, be, they'd actually been arrested in 2020. Um, in in Holland for crimes against children, and they're now trying to traffic Ukrainian kids out of the you know war victim ch- children, and but they're hiding, so we lure them out. I, I the whole the whole story is, is a docu series that Mel Gibson's a part of and Tony Robbins is producing, but we end up having to. I need an expert in Holland, so I, I tap a friend group organization called Free a Girl. We deploy those funds, and that child gets rescued. Immediately, I've never seen it happen so fast. We get some intel. I mean, the spare fund's only a month old, okay, but it's already working. We we get some intel. We send a grant immediately. The, the people we're sending grants to are on the ground already. I mean, they're on the ground ready to go. Um, so uh, it's been very successful. It's it's a scalable approach. The spare fund theoretically can be can be a part of the ten leading, really consulting funding the ten biggest rescue operations in any given week no one organization can say that and the only reason we can do it is because we are kind of we're the tip of the spear we're like an umbrella covering all vetted organizations that 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 we can deploy and and rescue kids in a more efficient way what is the website for the spear (laughs) it's the spearfund.org okay we are speaking with tim ballard um when we come back after commercial break We're going to find out, one, what advice and message you have for CEOs, and two, the behind the scenes of what it was like with Sound of Freedom. Back in a few. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man-aged 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-aged 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a 
smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800 430 1891. 800 430 1891. Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply, plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. Or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Hi, this is Robert Reese on the CEO Show. We interview the leaders who have reinvented the fabric of America and of the world. And we're here today with Tim Ballard. So, Tim, I, I want to find out first, 
Sound of Freedom was actually a movie, a, a top movie, which was about what you're doing. Talk about the behind the scenes of what happened there. And then we're going to go on to CEOs. So uh, when, I, when I left the government and went private, <clears throat> there were two cases pending that really drove me to do this. Uh, that I was working as a government agent. One was in Haiti and one was in Colombia. And uh, they're both crazy, crazy rescue operations. You can learn, you can read about or, or watch a documentary about the one in Haiti. And, and it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Operation Two Saint. And if you want to know what happened in the Columbia operation, that Sound of Freedom, the, the, the feature film that is breaking records all over the world. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's the story of, of, of leaving the government, making that very difficult decision. Uh, we did, we did it. it. It paid off. It was, it ended up being a rescue of over 120 women and children, the biggest to date that I've been a part of or that I've ever heard of. Uh, and so it made a lot of news. This is that this, this happened in October. So the timeline, if you're watching the film and wondering how, how, what was that time frame? Uh, so it was, it was, uh, December of 2013 when I jumped ship and went private. And the rescue happened in Colombia on October 11th, 2014. So there's your time frame for what you see inside of freedom. Uh, and it, it, it actually made the news all over all over the United States because it was such a big rescue. And a few months later, I got a phone call from Eduardo Verastegui, who knew that this this is a cool story because it's it's a U.S. it's 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 Latin America, and he's you know he's a producer from Mexico. He pitched the idea that he wants to do the movie. Now this no, we're talking. This was like nine years ago, eight nine years ago, and 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 then the process began. You know, they they threw me in a room, hooked me up to a recording device, and and tortured me really because they started asking me these questions. Alejandro Monteverde and Rod Bar, the writers, and they just start like tell me everything, and I'm I'm opening up dark, you know, corners of my mind that that, that I thought you know, I, I guess I had compartmentalized. It was like a therapy session. I was like crying and like oh then this happened oh my gosh i forgot about this kid and that thing and and anyway after two days they had the, they pretty much had the script written you know the, the 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 body of the script was ready to go and then a year or two later they came back and said okay the script's done the funding's in let's go who do you want who do you want to play you i said jim caviezel you know i said why do you want jim caviezel to play you uh, because in the script if you see the film at the end of the movie there's real footage and they do this thing where they morph Jim's face into my face. Uh, and they said, look, because that's a big part of the film, you got to have an actor that looks a little bit like you. Because Jim Caviezel couldn't look any less like you. Uh, I, I was adamant. I said, look, I don't trust Hollywood. I think Hollywood produces the content that makes me have to do what I do. If you want to talk about the demand and sex addiction and why men want to have sex with children... Uh, I'll tell you where that comes from. And it's it, it's it stems from Hollywood. I don't trust Hollywood. Jim Caviezel is in, but not of Hollywood. Okay. And and uh, he, he loves Jesus, and that's important to me. I know that. I I, I, I know enough about him. And he's a, he's a phenomenal actor. And I told Alejandro, I said, you told me yourself that the guy who plays this role has to be able to express and manifest messaging to the audience more with his eyes than with his mouth. Because there's some things you can't say. This this theme is dark. The 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 the, the subject matter is difficult. 
You need you need someone who can send messages, almost almost a spiritual communication to the audience that can say more with his eyes than his mouth. I said, Alejandro, you said that to me. So I'm, te- I'm, I'm telling you, you find an actor who can do that better than Jim Caviezel. Uh, let's talk CEOs. What is your message to CEOs? You're about 600,000 listeners, maybe about 300,000 CEOs. What is your message to them? My message is this. I know that they appreciate what it takes to build something. And I think a lot of CEOs are frustrated when they look into the nonprofit world because oftentimes uh, they watch, look at a nonprofit and they're, 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 they're mostly built not by business minds, but by emotional, beautiful passion. And when you start digging into the 990s and you're, you're wondering, are you, are you, are you, are you running this like a fortune 500 company? Cause you should be, you know, and I learned that early on. Don't th- treat your 501c3 like a, like a business. You know, you're selling something. What are you selling? You're selling a feeling of satisfaction to your clients or to your donors. And that's a hard thing to sell. You, you're selling them a membership to a team, to a club, to, to a, an entity that, that does something that you love, like rescuing children. And so I have always had that mindset, and I think that's why. And, and I had to bring in very, very smart people, business minds, you know, way beyond the experience I had when I left the government. And I continued to build and learn, but that was how I wanted to build it, and it worked. And the Spear Fund is, I've already explained, is very much that. I made sure I had, I had a CEO extremely extremely experienced someone who ran large corporations and and turned around companies and and I said you got to be the CEO of this I couldn't be in it I couldn't be an executive anymore in a nonprofit because of the independence I want to be able to help all others and all the entanglements with nonprofit law I mean anyone who has is, is familiar with nonprofit law like it's it's messy and you get the IRS and it's just I hit I hit a point where I I, I couldn't do it anymore um, and do everything else I want to do. So, but I made sure we had the right people in place, and we do. We have an executive group, people who build businesses like Todd Tuller, Ken Krogh, uh, and and others on our team, experts in, in rescue, uh, which I, I fill that that role, uh, as, as experts at uh, rehabilitation. So, I want CEOs to know that what we're doing is we're following the model that they would appreciate. It's a scalable approach. We, we look at it critically from, from like a CEO would look at a problem and how do you solve it? And so they can trust us and, and we invite them to come look into everything. Look under the hood. Look how we're doing this. Look why it's working and help us because CEOs have access to funding, whether it's through fundraisers or their, their networks. I mean, the CEOs of companies are who we need to, 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 to keep us running. Um, but because we're so proud of the structures we've built, we love when CEOs come right in and help us as well. Coach us. How, how, how might we make this more efficient? Uh, because the kids deserve the best rescue. And that's the mission statement. The kids deserve the best rescue. And it's not going to be me every time. Most of the time, it's not. Most of the time, it's not going to be any team that I even built. But I know I will find that team. We will find that team wherever they are. And we will deploy them 
and consult and coach and resource so that kid gets the best rescue. One more time, the website is? The website is thespearfund.org. Thespearfund.org. Tim, it's it's been a great pleasure reconnecting with you again. You are a true American hero. Carry on, my friend. You're very kind, and this is a great interview. Thanks for the opportunity. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamgaday.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your Longevity business. teamgaday.com, teamgaday.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. Airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com, GCNfood.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Check.
change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a healthcare business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Hi, this is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers simply because that's what longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have longevity. Hello, America. I'm Robert Reese. Welcome back to CEO Show. We're here today with Graham Gardner. How are you, Graham? I'm very good. It's wonderful to talk to you again after so many years. It, it absolutely is. And here's what I have to tell you. Graham is the CEO and founder of Kairos Health. Now, this is a company when we first interviewed, I was amazed, and so were all of our listeners, because you did something no one had done. It's sort of like the money ball but for healthcare to match to match the right providers with the right patients and no one had ever done this and back then it was it was newer now it's become like ubiquitous but just talk about your unique model cuz no one else has done this model anywhere well thank you for saying that now the uh as you alluded to, the, the inspiration here was really, could you bring a better data-driven way of matching patients and providers um, together? Um, you know, as you, as you remember, I'm a cardiologist by training. And, and so, you know, as we were seeing patients every day, you understood that your colleagues had different skills, different talents, different training. Um, uh, you know, there were sub-sub-specialties within uh, all of the, the different specialties of medicine. And too often, a patient would come in to see you as a provider, and you'd find yourself saying, look, I'm really sorry. You know, I know you waited six weeks to see me. I'm actually not the right kind of cardiologist for you. I need to re-refer you to one of my other colleagues, introducing more weight, potentially another copay. From a, from a health system operations perspective, that patient may get frustrated and leak out of the network, right, and go to a completely different health system. Um, and, and, and most importantly, the patients weren't getting the care that they needed. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're not really trained to deal with that specific condition, you actually can end up harming a patient or not getting the right outcome uh, together. So 
as uh, more data was becoming liquid in healthcare, you know, a decade ago, we began to wonder, could we do what baseball did, right? You can use all these statistics to figure out what are these ball players good at doing and put them up to bat in situations where they're more likely to do well and have a team where you're playing to everyone's strengths. What a great thing to do in healthcare, right? And, and, and really leverage all the skills of your physicians to make sure you're having the best outcomes. And from there, you've had dramatic growth. Like you just look at health, you're working with over 100 of the top brands, yeah, we were we were very lucky. We we had some uh, terrific early customers who I think really taught us um, how how to implement something like this, and then became you know wonderful advocates for us in in the market. So. We had started very deliberately on the provider side, so working with hospitals um, and helping ensure that when patients were, you know, calling into their call center or coming to their website, they were, you know, converting in and, and, and getting matched to the right provider. Um, became very lucky. We became the the industry leader in that um, space. We now serve about 425,000 providers across a thousand hospitals and about 500 independent medical groups. But one of the things we began to realize, uh, Robert, a couple of years ago was we weren't serving all the patients because only some of them come to the hospital website or call center to find a, a new doctor. Many of them started the health plan because one of the most important questions was, is this person in network, right? Are they going to get paid for, or they, you know, covered by my insurance? And a third of patients were starting somewhere else, you know, either a search engine, a care navigation company, some other digital health uh, uh, app. And so we realized that if we really wanted to serve everyone and, and make sure we were using all that right data to, to get people and match them correctly, we had to be in those places as well. Um, so we did that through some acquisitions, a company called HealthSpark that, that uh, you know allowed us to move into the health uh, plan space. And now where I'm spending a lot of my time is really connecting up all of the different uh, folks who, who work in, in healthcare are trying to serve patients and allowing them to benefit from all the data and workflow we have so that, again, we can match people really across the industry. What is your vision for healthcare? You've already taken done what no one else has done with patient access and brought it really far. Where do you see it going? Thank you. Well, you know, it, it really does come back to Moneyball, uh, Robert, in that I, I do think there's a win-win-win for everybody here where the patient gets to the right provider for them. And, and you know, we very deliberately use the word right uh, at, at Kairos, not um, not the best provider. There's no such thing as the best provider. It's, it's who is the right for you in that moment. And so, you know, if I'm looking to establish a, a long-term relationship for primary care provider, I might care about, you know, that it's another mother or that it's a runner or that it's, you know, someone that has a shared identity to me versus if I need a procedure, a transaction one time, I might prioritize different things. And so we see our role as really uh, just helping ensure that the data is there to help uh, make that informed decision. So we think we can get the, the, the patient to the right provider. At the same time, we also think we can help the provider. They can now be full with the right kinds of patients. If you're a hip surgeon, you don't want a need to come in because it's a frustrating experience for you and the patient. Um, you want to make sure you're getting the right kinds of cases. We think we can also do that in a way that the health plan is ensuring that care is getting navigated uh, to the right place. And so if it needs a hip surgeon, great, let's get it into a hip surgeon. If it is a lower acuity care, maybe it doesn't need to go to the orthopedic surgeon. Maybe there's a PA that can see that care. And so, again, by, by having all of the inventory of, of where people can go across all the, the places where they start their care, if you can intelligently match that, you, you just create an enormous win for society. Mm. So is, I mean, what you're talking about is a true marketplace in healthcare, is, which has never really been done, but you're chipping away at it. Is that actually possible or not? Well, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> um, and, and I think, you know, it's, it's interesting. We, uh, that, is, that is the hope. 
And uh, I think it is harder to do, and it's harder to do in, in any industry. Um, I think it's particularly hard to do in healthcare because so many things are opaque. How much does it really cost uh, for certain things? And in and, and too many situations, people are seen as adversaries, right? Where the other health plans are negotiating against the health systems. And what, what I hope we're ultimately able to, to offer is a platform where everybody can see that they win. And, and let, let me give you an example of this, Robert. When we started the company, you know, 14 years ago, there were two challenges uh, within the providers. There was an uneven distribution of demand. So Dr. Famous booked out 100% out for 17 weeks, and people kept queuing up for him because, you know, everybody knew him and trained with him 20 years ago. There's a brand new doctor. She did exactly the same thing as Dr. Famous, and she was sitting empty because no one knew she existed. So there was just a load balancing problem that we were able to, to fix. And then secondly, the, the other thing I alluded to earlier, which was you know, your top specialist seeing a really a low acuity thing that they're, they couldn't be seen elsewhere, right? And they're, or they're seeing the wrong kind of, of knee uh, pain or something like that. We've been largely successful in helping organizations with the first problem. And, and when we now look at our organizations, many of them are, in fact, 100% full. The problem is that they're, they're full with the wrong kinds of things. And if, if, you're, if you're really going to help an organization to grow, and quite frankly, if you're going to deal with the uh, demographic tsunami that is about to hit, as, as that baby boomers age, and they're all playing pickleball, <laughs> so they're all coming with orthopedic injuries, unfortunately, there's going to be, you know, many are going to get cancer, many are going to get uh, heart disease. There's nowhere to put them, Robert, unless we get more intelligent about how we, we route things. And so that's where we're spending a lot of our time, which is how can you create a, a broader sense of a marketplace and say, hey, maybe the runny nose shouldn't go to that top academic medical center. Maybe it's actually more convenient for the patient to go to Minute Clinic, right? Um, or some other retail setting that's convenient for them, better equipped for that low acuity. Now that slot at the academic medical center is reserved for something that they're you know, highly trained and, and capable of doing. I, I'm telling you, I've been on hospital boards for over two decades and the biggest problem you see, everyone goes. They just they just go to the emergency department, and that's a financial disaster. They're going to pick up stuff from people there. The people are waiting for you know. My father in law he waited on the night after Christmas Eve. It was I think um, eleven hours. So wow. it's all because there's no matching. But you are actually solving this problem the same way the whole distribution like Amazon in a way solve that to everyone in a ubiquitous manner. That's exactly what you're doing. No, that's exactly right. The, the, the ER is a symptom of the fact that no one can get in, right? And so if you can open up capacity and get people in a reasonable time to the right provider, you actually take a lot of cost out of the, the healthcare system. What What is the website? Now, consumers can, how do people get involved? How do hospitals get involved? How do consumers get involved? How do health plans get involved? Yeah, so, so today, Robert, many consumers don't know we exist, and, and that is definitely by design. We are referred to as white labels, so we work on behalf of the enterprises we serve. So we are powering, you know, the the find a doc uh, at organizations. We power the call center software that their agents use to help triage folks. Um, uh, we're working with you know care navigation companies, helping their agents uh, be effective. But a lot of it is behind the scenes, and you know, people just trust us to to get all that routing correct. Okay. Uh, what is the website? Well, the, so our website is kyrushealth.com. Uh, and uh, yeah, people want more information there. They can uh, go in and take a look at the, the full set of solutions we, we use. And you have to spell it out. K-Y-R-U-U-S-Health.com. 
Where did you come up with the name Kairos, by the way? I was just wondering after all these years. It's a long story, Robert. The, the, the joke for many years was it was the Greek god of referral management. And, and I think somewhere there was a picture of me on some, you know, centaur with a trident or something like that. Um, but the, uh, the, the real story, it, it was, um, play on the, on the word chiral. So chiral forms of nature are, are like mirror images. Our hands are chiral forms of nature. They're, they're, they're non-superimposable. So they look alike, but they're not, not exactly the same. And, the idea was, was again, a play to Moneyball, right, which is that no orthopedic surgeon is the same as another one. They, they, they yes, they're part of a specialty. They, they practice medicine, but they're each different. And, and that was, you know, what we're trying to tease out to make sure we got you into the right set of hands, if you will. We're about to take a break now. When we come back, we're, we're going to find about this technology. Does that work in other vertical industries or not? And then we're going to hear from Graham how he, he built a company, his first company he sold in 13 months, and what he learned from that experience. Back in a few. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. 
Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamg'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamg'day.com. Teamg'day.com. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. This is Robert Reese on the CEO Show, where we interview the CEOs who have reinvented the fabric of America. We're here today with Dr. Graham Gardner, who is the founder, real visionary, and CEO of Kairos Health. And this is the company that has completely reinvented access, so it connects everyone. It's a first real marketplace. So I, I, I want to ask you, like, your technology is is highly advanced, very sophisticated. Um, how does technology compare to other industry verticals? What would you say? Yeah, I think one of the things you often hear, and, and I think there's some truth to it, is that we in healthcare are 30 years behind many industries. And actually, one of the other inspirations for how we built the technology stack uh, was the travel industry, right? Which which had dealt with this idea of how do you load balance, right? So if you think about uh, the travel industry, you have a very expensive fixed cost asset, right? A big airplane, rows and rows of seats. Uh, in many ways, you know, the parallel here was you have a big physician network, right? A lot of labor costs with rows and rows of appointments. 
All the planes are different. One goes to Chicago, one goes to Miami. In our case, one's a hand surgeon, one's a knee surgeon. And if you remember, Robert, when you and I were younger and, and flying around in planes a uh, generation ago, a lot of seats were empty, right? Uh, it was actually very hard. You had to call American Airlines, you had to call United, you call right and try to find at some point you just gave up and you, you took a seat. Um, but too often planes were, were, were leaving. And as soon as the plane takes off, of course, the inventory's, you know, gone. Same way as soon as the day's over for a physician, any missed inventory is gone. Um, and so, uh, you know, we, we looked to see what Sabre had done, ultimately, you know, the likes of Travelocity and Kayak, this ability to see all the inventory in one screen. And you could look across different providers, sort and filter by what was important to you and book a seat. So that really became the, the model. Um, and so, you know, one of the things I've been able to do in my career is to to leverage business models that have worked in one area and, and pr- can provide a roadmap, right, for, for how to potentially do something in, in different. So I think we, we learned a lot from other industries, actually, as, as we thought about building this in healthcare. It is so important what you're talking about, purpose, and, and, and how we're all part of this world. So let's, let's go back to healthcare and CEOs. What is it? Because that's your audience here. You've several hundred thousand CEOs listening. And what what is it that you believe CEOs need to know about the future of healthcare and how they should be involved? And what is it that consumers need to know about the future of healthcare? Well, I think I think for uh, for the, the healthcare operators, we have to embrace technology more. And 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 I I do think this is going to come to a head here. With the inflation, the the the, the burnout of of uh, you know folks that work in healthcare, we can't just rely on using people all the time. We have to find more cost effective and more efficient ways of of doing things. Um, you know, when we talk with our health systems about how they uh, you know are, are getting patients to to come into the system. It costs them forty dollars to process a patient that calls into the call center. It costs them four dollars to process someone who books online. I mean, what one more day? You need to move to a digital front door, right? And, and patients like that experience better, right? They're not put on hold. They don't have to call during nine to five. They don't have to say embarrassing things, right, on the phone. In, instead, they can go online. They can search for very sensitive things at 10 o'clock at night. They can peruse a number of different profiles, look at a video to see you know, if someone clicks with them from a philosophy of care perspective, and make a, de- a decision that is much cheaper for the organization. Right. So there's that win-win, um, and I think it has to come with technology. I worry sometimes we chase shiny balls. AI, as you know, is the the big uh, thing. There are a lot of very basic things that need to be done in the health system, well short of artificial intelligence. And and I hope uh, and I I believe, I think as more and more uh, executives come into the industry that have been in other industries, you know, I think we will see more technology adoption. What are those things? If you could reel off a list. I think there's underlying data systems. There's too too much data in too many places. And that's one of the things we obviously solve is Are you talking about like dark data that's, you know, unstructured or or in, just in many cases all over and not duplicated, not Codified, not just yeah. No, that's exactly right. You know, we we are so, you know the when we are building our, our provider profiles, Robert, we're still taking stuff off Post-it notes. Um, it's Excel spreadsheets. It's it's JPEG files. It's all the rest of it. So there's a tremendous variety of data that needs to be standardized so that it can be used properly, right, throughout an organization. So that, I think that's a big uh, thing. 
Um, I think there's, you know, there is an interoperability uh, angle of, of, especially as organizations are coming together through M&A, um, you know, these systems all have to talk to each other. Uh, and I think there's uh, there's more to be done around the, the consumer, right, and really understanding that consumer. Final question. You are known for having all these unique practices in your culture, and now you really have a pretty large company. So what are any unique leadership philosophies or unique building culture philosophies that you have? I, I, I don't know that we're better than anyone else, Robert. I, I, I will tell you that a couple things matter deeply to me. Um, one is diversity. I mean, at its core, what Moneyball means is that we're all beautiful. We're all different in our, you know, in our own way. We all have strengths and weaknesses, right, and, and, and gifts to give the world. Uh, that is the core fabric of our of our culture. Um, uh, we, we believe you make better decisions um, when when you have diverse opinions and you make it a safe environment for those opinions to be aired and, and debated. We believe we cannot serve the country unless we look like the country. And so you have to have all of those voices internally. Um, and then I think that that psychological safety angle is you 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 have to create an environment where people feel safe. We have a no jerk policy um, at the company. We we just we don't have prima donnas. You have to be able to work within a team. You have to respect uh, everybody else. You have to be intellectually curious and understand why does someone have a different opinion and 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 you know is that is that a debate to have or is, you know is there really something to to learn there as well? So um, I've tried to, I've tried to, to do that. Um, I, I, I think we. All care deeply about each other is one of our core values, um, uh, and, and, and caring to us also means very high standards. We we think we have a responsibility to finish the job here, Robert. We think what we do is really really important. We're very well positioned to really create that marketplace we were talking about. Uh, so let's go do it, right? <clears throat> there you have it, Graham. What a pleasure it is speaking with you on the CEO show. Likewise, and I have to tell you, everyone, you heard from Dr. Graham Gardner the founder CEO of Kairos Health. And this is the first marketplace. So everyone that's going to kyrushealth.com. And here's the other thing, something interesting. If you're not in healthcare, and every CEO with some capacity is in healthcare, but if you're completely not, what Graham said is open that digital front door. There's a 10x higher cost when you do not do that. So if you're looking at your profit, if you're looking at access, if you're looking at customer experience, that's the secret to take away. See you next week. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com.